Previously on Paws and Tales. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Mr. Collins and the story of King Saul. Samuel, the nations around us all have kings. Kings that lead them into battle. Kings that the people can follow and be inspired by. We want you to appoint a king like the other nations have. We want a king. Samuel, do what they have asked. They are not rejecting you. They've rejected me as their king. Let them have their own way. Samuel, I will do anything. I will serve the king with my life. <sighs> More is required of you than your life. Odetta, Samuel anointed me. What? He anointed me king of Israel. Welcome to the world of Paws and Tales. Wild Mountain can be a pretty dangerous place. If you stay on the trails and stick with me, there's adventures to be had there, too. Come on, CJ, jump! It's too far! It wasn't too far for me! Ah! Insight for Living is proud to present Paws and Tales. First Samuel... Chapter 11, verse 5. Now King Saul was coming in from the field behind the oxen. Master, if you would just stop and listen to me. Oh, there. Yes, Odetta, what do you have? A list. I have a list of things that need to be done. People are making requests of you. There are decisions to be made. You can get anyone to plow a field. You are the king now. Go ahead. Go ahead and say it. You need to start acting like a king. Odetta, I don't know what to do. I've heard nothing from God, nothing from Samuel. How am I supposed to know what to do first and then second? Heard nothing from God. Does God speak only with his throat? The people are starved for a king to lead them. Lead them to worship God like they have not since the fall of Jericho. Our enemies raid our cities at will. The people need protection and we have no army. It is very clear what God wants you to do first and second. You just need to do them. I apologize. That was foolish and disrespectful. I shouldn't have spoken like that. <laughs> Odetta, you should have been made king. You're both good and wise. I only pray that one day I'll meet. What's going on? Something terrible. Come on. What's the matter? What's going on? Saul! King Saul! It is terrible! It's Nahash again! Ammonites! Nahash attacked Jabesh Gilead, and the men of Jabesh said that... that they would surrender and serve him. He said what? Nahash said he would accept the surrender only after he... gouged out the right eye of every man. What? He wants to shame all of Israel. God be with us. When Saul heard this... The Spirit of God came upon him, and he flew into a rage. He took the yoke of oxen and cut them into pieces. He then sent the bloody parts throughout the territory of Israel by messengers, saying, Anyone who refuses to join King Saul and Samuel, this will be the fate of his oxen. Then the terror of God seized the people, and they came. They came, every one of them. King Saul took command of the people. There were 300,000 men from Israel. 
and another 30,000 from Judah. Long before dawn the next day, King Saul had strategically placed his army in three groups. At first light, they broke into the enemy camp and slaughtered Ammonites until noon. Those who were left ran for their lives, scattering in every direction. God has won a great victory here today! Yes, he has. Master, there is an issue. An issue? Where are those men who said King Saul is not fit to rule over us? Let's make an example of them. Bring them here, and we'll kill them right now! No one, no one will be put to death today. The Lord has accomplished deliverance in Israel. Samuel, look what the Lord has done. I see, I see. You have done well this day. Continue to follow the Lord, and you'll be a great blessing to your nation. Come, and let us go to Gilgal and re-consecrate the new kingdom there. They marched unto Gilgal. There before God, they crowned Saul king, and there they worshipped, sacrificing peace offerings. King Saul and all of Israel celebrated with all of their heart.
Listen, O Israel, here is the king you asked for. God has let you have your own way. If you fear God, worship and obey him, and don't rebel against what he tells you. If both you and your king follow God, all will go well. Oh, Dana, I'm overwhelmed. One day I'm going along minding my own business, and now look at me. Yes, Master. Do you hear what Samuel is saying? Maybe I can do this after all. The people are behind me. I'm overwhelmed. King or no king, you will fare no better than your fathers. Pay attention. Now watch this wonder that God is going to perform before you now. The season of rain is over, but I'm going to pray to God and he'll send thunder and rain, a sign to convince you of the great wrong you have done to God by asking for a king. Don't be afraid. It's true that you have done evil, but do not turn your back on God. Worship and serve him heart and soul. If you do not follow hard after God, both you and your king will be swept away. Odetta, you don't look well. Are you all right? Yes. Yes, I am. Saul, the Lord is with you. He's teaching the people to support you, to love him, and to follow you. God has smiled on me, that is true. Do you see that all of your fears are needless? Really? How are they needless? God be forever praised. It's our hearts. The kingdom's future depends on the condition of our hearts. Just as Samuel told them. My lord, you are due to begin the banquet. Uh, must we go? We must go. It's not on our strength, not on our wisdom, but on our love for the God of hosts. Your reign will be great and blessed if we all give our hearts to the Lord. God be praised, our God is great and mighty. Yes, he is indeed. I hope they learn. I just hope the people learn. Parenting is a tough job. Between shuttling them from soccer practice to dance lessons, school, church, Awanas, you're also supposed to be teaching your kids important spiritual lessons. That's where Paws and Tales can help. Each Paws and Tales episode teaches an important biblical concept, giving you a perfect opportunity to talk with your kids about what really matters in life. Visit our website today at pawsandtales.ca to see how fun and memorable stories can help you build godly character in your cubs. That's pawsandtales.ca. Let's get back to Wildwood for more Paws and Tales. And that was the fourth attack by the Philistines. The Philistines! I will not stand for it any longer. I want you all to put together a plan of attack. They will be stopped. But, sire... You just told us that we needed to work on the plans for the palace. Which should we do first? And, sire, there are not but two swords in all of Israel to fight with. We must beat back the Philistines before we make weapons. But we can't beat back the Philistines without weapons. What are we to do? My king, we cannot make weapons until we've begun to collect taxes. We must stop all other activities and concentrate on collecting money so that your kingdom can function. Enough! You all nag like old women! Out! All of you, out! Let me think. Odetta. Where is Odetta when I need him? Send for Odetta! As you wish, my king. My king... I said get out! Don't you have ears? My king, I think I just may have what you need. Do you now? And what is it that I need, Elder Ocran? My king, 
This is Danau. How am I in need of Danau? He spent four years in the palace of King Agag. <sighs> Doing what? Serving the third prince, my lord. I have spent much time instructing the young prince how to behave in a more royal way. How to act more like his father, the king. You are a tutor. Danau can guide you as to the ways of kings. There are certain ways of doing things that inspire fear and confidence in a king. Perhaps you can be of some assistance. Elder Okran, you're dismissed. Uh, yes, uh, of course. Uh, however, it, it would be my suggestion that together, uh, Danau and I could uh, help you. If I may, my lord, he has just ignored a direct order from the king of Israel. He should be dragged out by the guards and made to be an example. Guards! Drag Elder Okran out, and let it be known the throne will not suffer disobedience lightly. But my king, I, I just wanted to... Uh, 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 my king, forgive me, I, I meant no offense. Forgive me! Well done, my king. <laughs> he meant no real offense. Sire, you are not just the king, you are Israel. In you are the hopes and dreams of all the people. Your victories must be celebrated and your missteps ignored. You must always be right, and you must always be obeyed. And what happens when I fail? Sire, the king never fails. Even if you fail, the king never fails. You own the nation and the people, but you must manage them, or they will turn on you and tear your throne out from under you. That may be true of the Amorites, but no one in all of Israel would turn on the king that the Lord chose. <laughs> With all due respect, my lord, you have much to learn about the life of a king. Everyone is a potential enemy. You must control your kingdom with fear and power. My king, how can I serve you? Odetta, uh, this is Danau. He is uh, my new advisor. Oh, to serve you is a great honor, lord. Now, Jonathan... King Saul's son had led an attack on the garrison of the Philistines that was in Geba, and the Philistines were out for revenge. King Saul summoned the people to Gilgal where the Philistines were gathering to attack. King Saul, may you reign forever. Yes, do you have word? I do. The Philistines have 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen, and, and the soldiers couldn't be counted. They're like sand on the seashore. We should have never started this. We had to start it. Even if we die, we will not let them raid us and kill us at whim. My king, what should we do? What should we do? Captain Shemesh, we will fight, and we will win. We have God on our side. Yes, of course we have God on our side, but they have 6,000 horsemen, and we have farming tools. We cannot fight off chariots with a garden hoe. My king, is it true? Elder Menzies, what true? About the chariots and horsemen? Word has gotten out. The men will start deserting soon. Soon? Captain Abner, they are running off right now. We must start the attack now, or we won't have any men left to attack with. Samuel said to wait for seven days, and he will come to make the burnt offering and the peace offering. When he comes, the men will find their courage. God will win this battle, not us. My king... What do you say? When will Samuel be here? He just said seven days. It could be tomorrow morning or tomorrow night. We will wait. We must have God's blessing or we'll be swept away by the Philistines. With all due respect... Captain Shemesh, we wait. 
attend to your troops. We'll talk again in the morning. My king, we need to send envoys to the Philistines with terms of our surrender. Samuel has not come, and there's no way to know when he will come. The people are terrified. They are, as we speak, they are hiding themselves in caves and pits. They know the Philistines will destroy us all. We do not surrender ever. My king, it's been eight days now. Where is Samuel? Samuel will come. We must be patient. Odetta is right. Without the blessing of the Lord, we can't go into battle. There will be no battle. There will only be slaughter. One more day and the five of us here will be the only ones left to fight. My king, perhaps a compromise would help. Now, if you have an idea, let's hear it. It is a bit unusual, and it has never been done before. Now, what is it? Are you not the heart and soul of the nation? Are you not the God-chosen king whom the very spirit of God has come to? Now, we do not have time for your self-serving flattery. What are you building to? Perhaps you could perform the offering. What? Instead of Samuel, are you insane? Hear me out. The people need to feel that God is with them. Once they see the offering has been made, their courage will return. You may just have something there. The offering is not to impress the people. It is to serve the Lord and obey his commands. No one but a priest is to perform a sacrifice. Danau, you have spent too much time with pagan kings. The very thought is too much to imagine. If you My would king, just we must wait for Samuel. We can't, I can't believe he's Enough. that. Prepare the sacrifice. If Samuel has not come by the time it's ready... I am the God-chosen king, and the people need to see me leading them. My king, may I speak openly? You always do, Odetta. Yes, speak openly. If we had every man in Israel ready to fight and armed with swords and bows, we could not win this battle. God will win this victory for us if we will just obey him. The people need to see a king that is devoted and obedient to God, especially when the circumstances are desperate. The king is obedient to God. God has given him the nation, and he is to do whatever he sees best. God has not given him the nation. The kings around us act as if they own the land and the people as their personal property. That is their way. That is not so with Israel. Our king is to serve God humbly and let God possess the land. We are not like the pagan kingdoms around us. My king, do not give in to despair or distraction. This is what Samuel warned you about before you were anointed. Despair and distraction? Are you calling me a donkey? No, my king, I, I merely... Wake up, you fool. We are in the real world now. The stakes are real and they are high. It is up to the chosen king of Israel to decide what God's will is for his nation. You will destroy... Enough, both of you. Prepare the sacrifice. Come get me when it's ready. I don't know about this. What else could he do? It will all be fine. Perhaps even better. Hmm. Saul, the king priest of Israel. Ah! Oh, Dedder. Tear your robe as much as you want. I guarantee you, this will be a day that Israel will remember forever. King Saul came out before the people of Israel, playing the role of priest to perform the burnt offering. See, O Israel, that the Lord is good! And Odetta, alone in his tent, 
fell to the ground, crying out to God. Oh, God of hosts, I beg you. Do not let King Saul perform this unholy act of rebellion. To you, O oh God of hosts, we devote ourselves to you entirely! Have mercy on us all for this great sin that the king is committing. I entreat, O oh Jehovah, your covering over your servants this day. Forgive us our fear and doubt of you. Forgive him for his fear and for doubting you in this time of great need. Spare the king from your wrath and the people from suffering because of his sin. Now guide your faithful servants into battle this day, and may you be honored by our victory! It's Samuel! Samuel! Samuel is here? Where, where is he? Samuel! God be praised! What have you done? We'll be right back with more Paws and Tales after this. Here's a message for all you Paws and Tales fans. You'll be happy to know that our Paws and Tales weekly broadcast is now streamed from our website at pawsandtales.ca. Kids, you can go online and listen to these cool Wildwood adventures whenever you want. A new episode is uploaded every Friday. Each weekly adventure is filled with the exciting escapades of all your Wildwood friends. You can also subscribe to the Paws and Tales podcast. Be sure to visit pawsandtales.ca today. It's Samuel! It's Samuel's here! What have you done? When I saw I was losing my army out from under me and that you hadn't come when you said you would, I thought the Philistines are about to come down on me and I haven't yet come before God asking for his help. So I forced myself to take things into my own hands and I sacrificed the burnt offering. Saul, you've acted foolishly. If you had waited for God, he would have set a firm and lasting foundation under your kingly rule over Israel. I had to! But now your kingdom will crumble away from you. What? God has another in mind. This time he'll choose the king. You have caused this with your disobedience. Forgive me. Don't go. Forgive me! My king, the people are still with you. Bring the advisors to the king's tent now! Please, come with me, my lord. What have I done? My kingdom. I've lost my kingdom. Danau, how is the king? He is shaken, Captain Shemesh. He is shaken. We are undone! Come now, and let us think calmly and clearly. I must see the king. Why is he here? You asked for the king's advisors. Ogeta has been with the king since... Enough! The king is resting. We must be calm and manage this setback. Setback? Am I the only one who understands what's going on? The Philistines are about to destroy us. We have no army and our king has just lost his kingdom. This sort of thing happens all of the time. Kings are often on the verge of losing power. It's the strong that survive in battle. We have been hurt. Now we need to recover. You can feel the wind, but you can't see the storm. Odera, really? This is why I didn't want him here. We need to help the king recover his position and his kingdom. You want to sit back and be spiritual and vague. I am completely devoted to King Saul. 
I would lay down my life for him. But he is now a temporary king by command of the Lord. He is not supposed to recover. I pray he never recovers from this. Oh, please. He is supposed to repent of the pride that has brought this storm. He is supposed to stop trying to be a king of the people and start being an obedient king of God. We do not have time for this posturing. The Philistines are ready to attack. Now I pray the king will see that everything you say is leading to destruction, and I pray that he will send you back to the pit you crawled out of and humble himself before God. Who do you think you are? Let's just calm down. Please, now. let us be civil. I will see you crushed for your insolence. We have a battle waiting for us outside. Let's not start one in here. That's enough. You two, stop it now. You over there. You back. <clears throat> Is there a problem? My king, we were just... <laughs> Debating our next course of action. That would seem to be the prudent thing to do. How are you, my king? How am I? What kind of question is that? We're facing impossible odds in battle. Yes, we are. We're losing our troops, and now those remaining are rattled because of what Samuel has said. Yes, my king, that is what we were discussing. But the burnt offering has nonetheless been made, and we are now ready for battle. I suggest we gather up the army we have left and beat them back with the strength of the Lord. Bring my horse! Gather the men! I can't believe it! <laughs> I'd say he's recovered nicely. That, my friends, is a man who knows who he is. Honor to the king! Odetta, he doesn't believe Samuel. It's as if it never happened. God has chosen a new king for himself, and King Saul is unmoved. He doesn't grasp the depth of his sin or its consequences. He will sin this way again. A storm of destruction is coming, and Saul doesn't see it. God be with us all. To order a copy of today's program, The Story of Saul, the First King of Israel, visit us at pawsandtales.org. The Story of Saul, Part 2, was written and directed by David Carl. The song Victory, Victory was written by Sandy Howell and Bob Sobo. Music was by Tim Hosman, and our sound designer was Jerry Swafford. Paws and Tales is an Insight for Living production and a proud member of the HisKids.net Alliance. To hear this and other great programs for kids, visit hiskids.net.